Northern Brewer is the proud sponsor of the Brewing Network's Jamil Show. They have the widest selection of domestic and imported malts and grain, hops from all over the world, and a full line of liquid and dry yeast. No matter what style of beer you're brewing, Northern Brewer has the ingredients you need, plus fast shipping and expert staff to help you make the best beer possible. Please visit northernbrewer.com for all things homebrew. All homebrewers have a favorite commercial beer, but not everyone can make it. Welcome to the show that teaches you how, where you can challenge two masters, Jamil Zainashef and Tasty McDole. This is the Jamil Show. Can you brew it? Now here's Jamil. Hey, howdy, hey, my brewing brothers and sisters. <laughs> We're here in the hospitality suite at the AHA National Homebrew Conference. We've got a nice looking crowd here today, Jamil. Oh, yeah, much better than the crowd yesterday. crowd yesterday was ugly. Kind just, of thin. Just, just ugly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They were a little bit belligerent, too. We had to throw a couple of them out, I think. Belligerent? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This, this crowd looks like it's had a lot more beer, so it looks much friendlier. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. A lot of smiles. A lot of glasses of beer. You guys having a good time? Yeah! All right, yeah. Uh, NHC is always uh, the highlight of my year, I think. Uh, I really enjoy it. Love coming out, seeing all you folks. And uh, apparently one of the uh, things we do every year now at the NHC is we get poor Mitch to come <laughs> and sit while we badger him about Arrogant yeah. Bastard yeah. and then make him try him our fun. Fly, yeah, we kidnap him, fly him in, make him sit through this. <laughs> Where are we going to be? Philadelphia next year? That's just a little bit further, but we'll get you. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. When, when somebody knocks on the door late at night and uh, drags you out to a plane, they're not kidnapping you to some uh, country. They're just taking you to NHC. That works. All you right. can deal with that. Well, and uh, uh, now you've been having a good time here at the conference, haven't you, Mitch? You, I, uh, yeah, it's been great. Uh, you know, I always love coming to Seattle, and uh, the talks have been really good, and I got to do two myself. and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been fun. Now, you're doing a talk on uh, IPAs because you're, you're doing the new IPA book, right? Yeah, that's right. It should be out uh, in September, uh, and it covers the history of India Pale Ale from its inception in the uh, 1700s through now. And uh-huh. I've got a nice nice selection of recipes in the book, 45 or so. Uh-huh. And uh, None know, of them are Arrogant Bastard, huh? None <laughs> of them are Arrogant Bastard, no. Um, but we do start from 1839. That's the oldest recipe in the book, and we go all the way through today. Oh, wow. So. What, what was the source of some of these recipes? Uh, a, lot of, a lot of brewers, um, a lot of craft brewers, friends, you know, contributed recipes, some really, really wonderful beers. You, you'll recognize a lot of them. Uh-huh. And then uh, we, uh, there's some uh, beer bloggers in England that have uncovered recipes and, and done homebrew recipes, uh, Ron Pattinson being, being one of them. And he contributed several recipes as well. Including the 1839 recipe, hmm. and then a couple of recipes that I shared in the in the talk today came from a book that was written by a guy named Amsink, who uh, who Ray Daniel sent me a scan pages of this book that was printed in the mid 1800s, and he this guy was a brewer from London who went all over England and watched people brew their beers and then wrote down the recipes for all these beers. Oh wow! And there are about ten or fifteen IPA recipes in this book. And uh, Ray Daniel sent them to me, so I included some of those as well. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. So if you were to sum up 
the advice on making a great IPA in just a few words? Would it be add more hops? Or yeah, use a lot of hops. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. that, that's pretty much the constant thread throughout the ages. You know, use right. a lot of hops. But uh, yeah. yeah, were you surprised about anything in the history of IPA that, that you know as you researched and, and discovered anything take catch you off guard? A, a lot of things caught me off guard. I mean, you know, we all know the you know it, you, what you're taught when you walk into your first brew pub. You know, IPA was a beer that was invented to to survive the trip to India, and that's not how it came about at all. Um, it, it doesn't appear to have been invented. It appears to have been a stock or an aged pale ale that just did really well on the trip. And, um, uh, you know, Hodgson's beer was never advertised as being an India pale ale or anything that was unique or special to, to hmm. for, you know, for that trip. It just seemed to be one of his beers, of many beers, that he shipped to India. And there were a lot of other beers that were successfully shipped to India as well. Porters went to India all the time, okay. and I didn't know that. I mean, you know, I you know um, the the actual uh, claim that Hodgson invented this beer didn't come about until a hundred years after he had started shipping the beer to India. Wow! And and by that time, the Burton Brewers had really taken over the market in the eighteen hundreds and. Uh, I learned a lot about how they brewed their beer as well, and it was really, really fascinating. What a great style uh, to, to write a book on because of all of these things that, that most of us think we know. It's such a popular yeah. style, and the mm-hmm. stories have been proliferated so much that that's just a great thing to be able to write about. Oh, it was amazing. You know, as I started digging into this, I'm like going, oh, my God, you know, the story is all wrong. And, <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, and that happens a lot. You know, I've, I, you know a lot of historical beer recipes are, are not quite represented the way they, they really came about and uh, the India Pale Ale is a great example of one. You know, great. Well, you mentioned uh, historical recipes. What about historical process? Is there something unique about the processes they used then? Or yeah, I mean, you know, the the big thing was that the beer was aged for for several months up to a year before it was actually shipped to India. Really, what was the purpose of that? Uh, um, what they wanted to do was they wanted to the brewers. If they if they put fresh beer on a boat to India, the the barrels would explode. Oh, there's to be fermenting. And okay. Yeah. So it, what they did is they brewed the beer in the fall, and then they let the beer age in barrels over the spring, and then in the summer, the yeast would kick back into gear as the temperatures warmed up. They debung the barrels and let the beer uh, do a secondary ferment. Okay. And and they make sure the beer was exceptionally dry. And then they'd bung the beer uh, back up in the barrels, and then they'd ship it to ship India. It. And did it arrive with carbonation? Or it did. They, they didn't care if it was flat. They just wanted it, to get hot. No, it arrived <laughs> with carbonation. It was uh, described as sparkling. Sparkling? So, yeah, and champagne-like. So, you, you know, you think to me was that... bread in there? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And, and it, so it would be well, a completely unique beer uh, yep. back then uh, compared to what people were used to I, t- I think so. Yeah. I think so, Yeah. So you know it, it, the cultures, the yeast cultures that the uh, um, that the British brewers were using had many strains in them. And when you know, and when the scientists started getting involved in the brewing business and started analyzing and and culturing pure strains, they found seven or eight strains in most British beer yeast cultures, hmm. including Britannomyces. Wow! Yeah. So it's fascinating stuff. At least for me, I I just thought it was great. Yeah. Well, for all of us beer geeks, can't yeah. wait for the book. Yeah. I think I think the challenge for everybody listening then is. Uh, to get yourself a copy of the IPA book by uh, Mitch Steele uh, coming out in, in September and then uh, brew some of those recipes in there and bring them to the next conference and make Mitch uh, taste them all. There you go. So yeah, I'm game. And, and I'm game. Ask them if they're cloned or not cloned. There you go. Yeah. Is this like the 1839 beer, Mitch? Yeah. yeah. See if he'll tell you anything. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sure. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, uh, uh, Mitch is a great guy, and uh, I, I'm pretty sure he's uh, been instructed not to say anything about uh, Eric and Pastor, but we'll try anyways. We'll, we've got another... Uh, Got another uh, clone attempt here. We'll we'll let you guys also participate in uh, declaring it cloned or not cloned. So so stick around. Let's do this. Let's take a short break. And when we come back, uh, I want to hear a little bit about all the goings on at Stone. There's just so much stuff happening there. Uh, I'm not sure I'm I'm fully aware of everything that's happening. I'd, I'd like to hear some more. So uh, let's do that right after this. Into the city. It's in ruins. Only one man has the ancient knowledge to restore civilization. Uh, I need a drink. Oh no, the liquor store's been ransacked. You looking for beer, stranger? <laughs> Boy, all the liquor got drunk up in the first 25 minutes of the apocalypse. Wait, there's still some bottles over... Oh, no. Those are non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> I reckon you better stick to arrowroot tea and a desperate nomadic existence like the rest of us. People, I'm a home brewer. I know how to make alcohol. <gasps> oh, it can't be done. Come with me if you want the beer. Okay, I'm going to need some big plastic buckets. He is the chosen one. The prophecies say that he's going to get us wasted. Someone start heating water. And then From the creators of Northern Brewer, the people who brought you $7.99 Brew Saver Shipping, massive selection, and superior customer service comes... I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for every beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone Certification Program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerones know beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone Program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious, Cicerones are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. Take a listen. Our lawyers said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months until the next meeting. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines, so I'm the professional. Hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment 10 years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park, to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Heller High Watermelon Wheat Beer at Brew Free or Die IPA in the Northeast, Northwest, parts of the Midwest, and Alaska in cans and on draft. 
So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in the can. Tasty crack cans. Tasty crack cans. When Michael Fairbrother started Moonlighting, he had no idea how quickly his dream was going to grow. Having homebrewed for 15 years, Michael decided to go pro, but not with beer. While attending his homebrew club meetings, he saw ladies knocking their men out of the way to try his mead. Moonlight Meadery is now two years old and can produce 200,000 bottles a year. It's the first New Hampshire winery to ever distribute to California and Australia. In fact, you can find Moonlight Meadery Meads in Connecticut, Massachusetts, Maine, Rhode Island, Vermont, and New Hampshire, and they ship direct to 17 states. They produce 56 different varieties of mead and are unlike anything you've ever seen on the market. Michael Fairbrother at Moonlight Meadery is a real success story that can make the BN Army proud. Visit Moonlight Meadery in Londonderry, New Hampshire, or online at MoonlightMeadery.com. Now back to Can You Brew It? All right, we're back. We're here live at the NHC 2012 in, in lovely uh, Bellevue, Washington. You guys all having a good time? Yeah. You had some good beer this week? There's fewer people saying yeah on that one. I don't know. <laughs> I think they're getting tired of beer. <laughs> they're getting tired. Yeah, today's hangover out. day. On the second day in, everyone's yeah. still uh, drinking off their hangovers. I've noticed yeah. that over the years. Well, yeah. <laughs> Friday's hangover day. Yeah, Pro Night puts, puts a dent in some people, but I'll tell you what's really going to put a dent, dent in you is uh, Club Night. Yeah. Club Night would be absolutely fantastic. You'd be blown away at the, at the beers there and the selections, so, you know, gird your loins. Be ready for... Uh, <laughs> Be ready for club night tonight. How does one's loins get girded? I'll, I'll draw you a little picture later. <laughs> <laughs> the Brewing Network Club is pouring for the first time ever at club night tonight. And, and are you are you all girded? Uh, yeah, I'm ready to go. Uh, I've been. I think I've been girded. Not that I know what it is, but I'm pretty sure I've done it before. But we have uh, some local homebrewers in the Brewing Network Club have beers in it. Uh, some of the staff at the BN have beers in it, and I'm proud to announce that I have a beer. In at the club, what the? Uh, a beer you purchased? A <laughs> yeah. no, beer you brewed? It's an arrogant bastard. I took the label off of the keg. Yeah. Mitch donated it. He knows about my reputation. <laughs> Actually, I would be proud to have Mitch try it. Are you coming to club night tonight, I am. Mitch? I am. It'll be a first time. It is a Firestone Pale Thirty One clone. Okay, great. So the bar is set kind of high for it to be a beer. I'm, I'm anticipating a not cloned. Well, I <laughs> just saying this is bullshit. I'm the boss, Jamil. You can't say that to the boss. You want honesty, don't you? <laughs> I will admit that I cheated slightly. And actually brewed the beer with Matt Brownstone. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> so, cloned. But on a homebrew system, and and I did most of the work, sort of. <laughs> That's awesome. Most of the work meaning you got Matt to the house. Matt came to the house. JP did all the cleaning. I lit the flame. There you go. <laughs> Good job brewing yeah. uh, the Pale Thirty One clone. Yeah. All right. So. All right. Well, I'm that, excited. That one will be good. Yeah. That'll be a, that'll be a quite a drinker. See. Oh yeah. <laughs> Now that you give me some of the details of the recipe, <laughs> right? Well, key here's, ingredients here's in the, the process. amazing thing. If I still screwed it up, even having the brewer there to help me clone it, right? 
I probably should quit, right? You should. I mean, should, that's yeah. it. There's nothing else I could do <laughs> yeah. to, to stack the deck in my favor. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, we'll see how it goes. All right. Well, yeah, I imagine it's, I imagine it's going to be pretty good. Now, um, Mitch, one of the things I wanted to uh, ask you real quick is, what's going on at Stone? You every time I there, there's so much going on there. You have a new brew plant. You're opening all new locations. You're you're going <laughs> you're going nuts there. Yeah, we are going nuts. Um, uh, this summer, we are putting a new brew house in in the main brewery. We cleared out some of our single brew. 150 barrel fermenters to make way those for little it. tiny ones. You got rid yeah, of those? Yeah, little tiny ones. So we didn't get rid of them. We just kind of tucked them away for a little bit. Um, yeah, we'll get them back into service here. But, uh, yeah, it's another Rolex uh, 120 barrel system. So we're going to be operating two brew houses here in about a month. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's the big focus right now. And then next on the list is a packaging building that we should be breaking ground on next month, uh, hopefully with it opening up in first quarter of 2013. Mm-hmm. We're going to move the entire bottling line and the keg line and the bright tank operation down to that building. Mm-hmm. And that will give us room to put more fermenters into the main brewery and build our capacity up to 500,000 barrels. All right. Wow. Cool. So right now we're brewing uh, probably in between 150 and 200,000 barrels this year. And we just continued to grow like everybody, so we, we mm-hmm. needed to make a call as to whether we wanted to try and, you know, allow for big, more growth or not. And, and we got a deal on the property, so we went for it. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that's going on is uh, we, we've gotten through the historical society hurdles, it appears. And we're moving forward with our Liberty Station uh, restaurant, uh, another stone world garden or world bistro and gardens. Excellent. And uh, it's going to have a 10-barrel brew house in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna hire a brewing manager to manage all the brewing operations there, uh, and that job's actually just been posted. Um, so can they submit resumes right now to you, uh, Mitch? Yeah. <laughs> well, only if they trust me to get them home. I, right. know, so. But uh, yeah, so that's really exciting, and you know the the idea there is to get all of our brewing team. We've hired a lot of great brewers at Stone, and and a lot of people with some really good ideas, and we want to rotate our whole team through that brewery as after it opens up and get them two to three months stints down there brewing their own beers. And I Mm -hmm. think that's going to be really cool for them. So, uh, and then of course there's the hotel, which everybody's been asking me about. Um, that looks like early 2014. That's going to be across the street from the main brewery. That's amazing. The hotel, I think it's such a great idea. (laughs) Yeah. It it, it won't have a water slide in it or anything. I'm kind of bummed about that, but, uh, yeah, (laughs) you never know. (laughs) I, 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 Predict a roller coaster going from the brewery to the hotel in the near future. Yeah, that would be fun. Greg's got yeah, great ideas. <laughs> a swimming pool full of beer. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I can only assume there there must there's going to be a lot of beer features that we won't find at a normal hotel that you guys are going to build into this place. Yeah, I, you know, I haven't heard a whole lot. I do know that we're not going to have a traditional lobby. Uh, we're going to have a bar, um, a pub, and you go into the pub to check in, and you get Love your keys that. from the bartender. You know, it's like a yeah, like a traditional room. English pub, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, and and and. Uh, you know, they've been talking about having taps in the rooms, but I don't think they're going to go that far with it. So sure, we'll that see. might get difficult. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a lot of drinking. Somebody yep. passes out, leaves one of the faucets open. Yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. there's no such thing as a, as a late <laughs> checkout at the Stone Hotel. You just check out whenever you wake up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I do think the rooms are going to have refrigerators and, and and beer options and things like that. So oh, very nice. cool. We'll see what happens, but yeah, it'll be it'll be cool. Yeah, maybe I would raid the mini fridge. The uh, you know if uh, if it had like stone beer in it, maybe yeah, instead of a, a year old uh, canned American lager. Right, you know? right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. If there was something useful in there, I'd pay twenty dollars for a bottle versus uh, you know. 
Uh, something a little less uh, attractive. All right, so one of the reasons we keep getting you out here, Mitch, <coughs> is Tasty Tasty is uh, not going to give up on this. He's a glutton for punishment. He's I must be. He's latched on, and he's not giving up. He's, <laughs> he's just, you know, he's like a bulldog. And didn't we tell Tasty last time that we thought, you know, you, you've done it, buddy. You can stop. Well, but he you, didn't In the feel studio, that way. there were six of us. Yeah. Tasty was the only one who didn't think it was clever. Right. <laughs> and we were all like, oh, my God, this is absolutely it. We were like, Tasty, you can die now. It's, no, you've done it. It's he's over. Like, well, no, it wasn't cloned. <laughs> oh, no, it wasn't cloned last year. Wow. Well, it definitely wasn't cloned last year. No. And I, 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 don't mean to, I don't mean to be harsh here, but I'll tell you, of all the beers you've ever given me over the years... Everything, every last beer you've given me, the worst one was that <laughs> clone of Devil. Yeah, that was just wrong with that beer. There was too. something, something happened. I don't yeah, know what that was. Know. And I was just shocked because didn't do well. All your beers are awesome. Yeah, and that one wasn't. We haven't had this one yet, so let's. Be- <laughs> How are you feeling, Tasty? Uh, don't I, tell us I, if you think it's. I clone, haven't but- tried them side by side. Okay. When you just try drink it, you know, on its own, yeah, it tasted like arrogant bastard. Yeah, okay. for sure. But you uh-huh. haven't done your but own I side, done by side, side by side. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What's the point? Yeah. Well, here's what I want to do. Um, why don't we go ahead and uh, crack those open, start pouring, pour for us, and then uh, maybe we can get some beers out to uh, all you folks out here. I don't know if we have quite enough for everybody, but uh, we'll, we'll do our best. And uh, you get the chance to try them and vote cloned or not cloned. All right, let's do this. Uh, let's get started on pouring those. And we'll take a short break and get beers out to the... Uh, to the audience. Back after this. Hey guys, it's Justin here reminding you that you can help the BN help you by shopping for all your adult needs over at adamandeve.com. And for a limited time only, if you use coupon code CYBI for Can You Brew It, use coupon code CYBI. You can choose three free DVDs. Choose anything you like from topics such as amateur, Asian, big breast, big butts, uh, interactive point of view. I don't care what you're into. It's probably good stuff. Just go get it at adamandeve.com using coupon code CYBI and you'll also get 50% off just about any one item. There's all sorts of toys and fun stuff over there and free shipping and an extra gift so cool that they won't even let us tell you about it. You just have to order and get the gift and then you'll find out how cool it is and then you can call and tell us about it and uh, everybody wins. Go to adamandeve.com right now. You can even shop on your mobile phone or mobile device. They have a mobile site. Just go to adamandeve.com and it'll take you there. Coupon code CYBI. Choose three free DVDs, 50% off just about any one item, and, uh, you know, free shipping. And a cool gift. What more could we ask for? What more do you want? AdamandEve.com. Do it now! Seven short minutes off California State Route 101. There lies a secret oasis for all craft beer lovers. It's relax, grilling, and chilling, bro! Relax, grilling, and chilling in Hollister, California is a craft beer lover's dream come true. Not like a creepy JP dream, like a normal craft beer lover's dream. 30 taps pouring your favorite craft beer. Visit Relax, Grilling, and Chilling on Facebook to see the most up-to-date beers and what's on the grill. Let us grill so you can chill. Angus burgers, filet mignon, and ribeye steaks, dogs and sandwiches, and more. Great food, great beer in a place where you can kick back and relax. Tuesdays are brewery nights. Come in to celebrate, and you're not limited to enjoying your favorite brew at the restaurant. Relax, Grilling, and Chilling has beer to go. Relax, Grilling, and Chilling. Let them grill so you can chill. 
When you hear Blickman Engineering, think innovation, passion, quality, and customer service. Blickman Gear is designed by brewers to give you a sense of pride in your equipment. At Blickman, they know what makes brewing a pain and build gear that makes it fun. Like the intuitive beer gun, a completely different approach to filling bottles. The Therminator Wart Chiller, a new take on a plate chiller that's sized for flow, performance, and the high groundwater temps homebrewers face every day. The Brewmometer, a brilliant weldless thermometer design with brewing parameters right on the dial. The Auto Sparge, ultimate simplicity for preventing an overflow or running your mash tun dry. And much more, like the modular top-tier brewing stand, conical fermenters, and their boiler maker brew pots. With more cutting-edge equipment coming soon, keep up with the latest from Blickman at BlickmanEngineering.com and stay on the cutting edge. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of their 11 varieties of famous Williams malt extract. Their new Snaplock stainless steel camlock fittings will make connecting your pump or heat exchanger quick and easy. Or check out their exclusive paintball tank-based draft beer equipment. They even have their own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse their vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 4 p.m. Pacific Time weekdays ship the same day. Brewing is easy. The Williams way. Now back to the challenge. Can you brew it? All right, we're back. <coughs> all right, uh, let me let me quick quickly go over the recipe here and confirm all the the details with uh, Mitch. Um, watch his head so, closely; uh, he might give something away. He might have a tell. <laughs> Everybody, watch watch carefully. So, uh, Mitch, if we were brewing a six gallon batch of uh, arrogant bastard, we would uh, anticipate an original gravity about ten seventy one or, or seventeen point two eight Plato. Hmm. Is that correct? <laughs> he says yes. Uh, anticipated SRM would be uh, 20.4 using the uh, Mori uh, formula and uh, IBUs using Rager 95.1. Isn't that right? Man? Interesting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to boil this for 90 minutes. Isn't that what you do there at Stone, right? Yes. Mm. And, if, uh, and, and for uh, the grains, 90.9% or uh, 15.5 pounds, 7.03 kilograms of uh, domestic two row. Uh, 7.3% or one and a quarter pounds, uh, 570 grams of a Crystal 150 is what Tasty used, and 1.8%, uh, 0.31 pounds or 140 kilograms of, or 140 grams of, uh, special bee malt. Uh, hops, an ounce and a half, uh, 43 grams Chinook, 11 and a half, uh, percent alpha acids, 90 minutes, 1.4 ounce or 40 grams at 15 minutes, one ounce at, uh, or 28 grams at 10 minutes, and 0.84 ounce, uh, 24 grams at uh, zero minutes. Does that seem like the hopping schedule of Arrogant Bastard, Mitch? I don't know. <laughs> you do know. 
Don't say. Don't lie to me. Okay, I can say. Yeah, that's much better. Let's <laughs> not ruin our our friendship here. We're over. <laughs> okay, I will not. I will not details. Uh, and we use the White Lambs WLP 007 Dry English Ale Yeast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can say that that is one of the two yeasts that we recommend for people who are trying to brew our beers. Okay. All right. Wow. Well, detailed information about area bastard. <laughs> I knew we would get it. That's oh, all. we're on to it. Uh, 148 degrees Fahrenheit <laughs> for the mash, uh, single infusion. So s- the starting gravity 17.4, uh, Play-Doh. Finishing gravity 3.51. Uh, IBUs, 58. SRM, 29. Alpha acids, uh, 79.82. Have we always thought it was a single hop beer? Uh, uh, yes. Yeah? Okay. Yes. All Chinook. Because there's a story going around about how it was a single hop, single malt trial early on. Okay. Which became Arrogant Bastard. So they might have changed it since then, but... They're very predictable in a lot of their hopping patterns. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> It's fun talking about Mitch like he's not here. Yeah. <laughs> so you, can't really, you can't really deny. Practical purposes. <laughs> you can say whatever you want, and I'm not going to say anything. I don't know why we don't just put up a poster of him. Why do we, the poor guy have to come here? Just put a, put a piece of tape over my mouth and call me good. Because we enjoy torturing him. All right. Yeah. We'll have to get a Mitch puppet for these shows. Yeah. You know, about five years, we'll be still bringing him out. <laughs> we do need a Mitch puppet. All right. Now, everybody in the crowd, did you get a chance oh, well, to try all... both beers? Some did. All right. Okay. Who calls it cloned? Thumbs up if it's cloned. Or, yeah, just raise your hand if it's cloned. Uh, like a couple six, of you. Yeah. Seven. Leaving. Uh, not cloned? Hey, well, you just voted clone, man. How many do we have not cloned? I'm watching you, buddy. Not cloned. What a, uh, oh, man. Yeah, the crowd's always harder than... Uh, yeah, yeah. No, a, really lot of un, a lot of undecided, though. I didn't. There's some hands I didn't see. Undecided? Well, uh, undecided? Not everybody got the beer. <laughs> okay, I see. Okay, you, you, you people who didn't get the beer, cloned or not cloned? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, thank you. Okay, hmm. and then... Uh, Mitch, uh, what would you say? So you've got A and B. Did you guys saw which beer was being poured, though? Right? Okay. Did Mitch uh, see? No. No. A or, or B is your beer. I think which it's A. B? You believe your beer is A? Yeah, I believe so. And the homebrew is B. I believe so. Uh, Justin, what would your your call be? Um, I th- also think that A is the arrogant bastard, and B is Tasty's version. I would I would concur. That is correct. You guys were all correct. got it right. Okay. Great. Uh, so, how close? How close would you say this is, Mitch? Is this something that would be within tolerance? If you were, if I was to hand you this at some point and said, "Hey, you know, uh, bottle of arrogant bastard," and, you know, and, and we opened it from the bottle and I poured it for you, would you taste it and go, "No, you filled that with something else." Or would you say, I wonder I wonder what happened on that bench <laughs> and why that got past QA. Yeah. You go search your brew log. Yeah, you know, it's um it's it's really close. I I have to say. It's um the two beers uh, taste profile is very similar. I do think beer A was a little more bitter, and that's why I thought that was ours. Hmm. Um because uh, Arrogant Bastard has a really, really to me, it has a very pronounced bitterness and I and I got that more off of A than B. Uh, but I think, it, I mean, especially compared to last year, 
Uh, these beers, uh, this beer's dynamite. It's yeah, it's great. And yeah, it's much, much, much closer. So you still didn't answer my question. <laughs> <laughs> if I poured that for you, would you be like, no, that's not? Or somebody else poured it for you? I, you know, I think it would depend on the situation. If I were in taste panel, I would probably go, what up? And right. if I was in a bar somewhere, right. I probably would. A bunch of, mm. you're drinking yeah. a bunch of I would probably just drink and it and enjoy it. Yeah, and you go, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, to me, that's you a clone. Overthink it. That's as close as he's ever going to get to saying clone. <laughs> that's, yeah. clone. that's clone. That's clone. I mean, clone. I mean, know? what do you think? No. Uh, you know, do you, do you think the differences in the flavor are significant enough? For there's a there's a certain you know character about um, uh, arrogant bastard which is tough to to replicate. Mm-hmm. Well, what would you say, Justin? Clone? Not clone? Uh, I'm sorry, Tasty. <clears throat> uh, I. I think it would pass the bar test, but it wouldn't pass the triangle test. There's something missing in B uh, that is in the Arrogant Bastard. It's something about the caramel roast, even a little sweet flavor in A that I, I just feel is missing. Right, which I it's it's that it's there's a, a sweeter more and it's 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 in the background of it's Tasty's there, beer, but it's mild. Right, it needs to be. Greater, so I'm not sure if that's the special B that's doing that or the 150, but I think it's the. Uh, I think the special, special B. B is what's providing the signature. Well, and that's why I was saying it's all special B in that special specialty. I think. Well, I think it's just closer. Regardless to of what Mitch would say, you know, he'd be like, <laughs> no, no, nothing. no, nothing, nothing. I don't know. What <laughs> right. I, I, I would go all special B. I thought we've done that. Which I in thought, the past. and that was the one that was cloned. But oh. this is closer than <laughs> right. that one, though. No, this is, no, yeah, this is close. You no, think so, no. Tasty? All right, all right I'll, I'll make that beer again. <laughs> That's what I was saying. That's what I thought you were doing this year was just all special B. It's no. just, like you said, the, the all of the flavor components are there. They're and, just not pronounced. And, and think yeah, yeah, about it. You could actually simplify your process. It wouldn't be quite so many grains that you're using. Well, I got three. We, can, we can show you how to simplify that. You can just use two, the pale and the special B. Yeah, I, it, I, well, I mean, you, miss, you must make a lot of this. So it really saved you if you, you switched over to our method of making uh, Eric Bastion, I think. <laughs> well, there's a suggestion. Really? I mean, you know, we, we, you're you're talking clones. to me? I yeah. thought you were talking to Tasty. No, we, 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 we can come in and help you, help you adjust your recipe to, yeah. uh, to match what we're doing here. Yeah. We'd okay. like you to clone then, our uh, beer, man. Let, let, let me run that up the flagpole and see where it goes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hey, you don't think that would, uh, that would work, huh? No, okay. I don't. Okay. And no. Tasty, what do you think? Cloned? Not cloned? It's not cloned. Uh, it um, still don't have the, the specialty malts, right? The head, the head color uh, in the real arrogant bastard is much more yellow mm-hmm. or brownish. Mine right. is much more off get, eggshell white kind of thing. Right, you get but much more getting, of a tan. In volume, it gets a little more tan, but there's more brown mm-hmm. in the uh, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. arrogant bastard. So, is that an indicator of specialty malts? Yeah, color? I mean, it's like oh, yeah. darker yeah. malts or you know, darker specialty malts are in order. Okay, uh, or maybe a higher percentage of. Uh, Especially malts. Color-wise, I'm just a few SRM uh, lighter than uh, mm-hmm. than the real beer. So you know, I think I'm I'm close. So uh, well, I think you're slightly hazy. Well, I, I am a little hazy in my beer, which is going to make it look a little lighter. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's hop haze. You can see as it's warming up, it's clearing up. Um, yeah, just got to go back to the drawing board and. Uh, <laughs> well, I think I think it's I well, think it's pretty darn good attempt. Let me ask yeah. you, Mitch. Uh, and I think is it this would the recipe the Eric Bastard I have here? The bar. Is this it? No. I can't say. <laughs> I can't say. 
Uh, Tasty's not even clever the way he asks. It's such a direct question. Well, I mean, you, I mean, you got you to say no, it isn't. Yeah. Wink, nod, do something. Give me a sign. Yeah. Sorry. Right. I like the tactic. Thought we'd catch him off guard. Yeah. yeah. It'll just confuse him. That you're just so so straightforward. To yeah, we got to do. You know, we have to pregame for this show someplace, someplace and get him hammered. Right. <laughs> and then do yeah. the show. Yeah. Well, I just. Uh, um, I just wanted to say, though, that it is so close that if we were to listen to the other shows and really work backwards, 99% of this beer is right. Whatever Mitch doesn't say. The, the Chinook is right. The hop character in both of these right. beers, right. It's, it's the same. Right. Uh, like Mitch said, one might be a little more bitter, but the, mm-hmm. the hop is correct. Uh, the and gravity might, is and correct. And that might be a mineral adjustment. Okay. Know, salt, yeah. salt adjustment there. I mean, all of this stuff is so close to correct. It's just this one component that we don't get I'm exactly you, right. I think just special B. Yeah. I think that would, be, that would be it. Okay. All right. Well, let's take a short break. And when we come back, you guys are going to have a chance to ask some questions of Mitch or uh, Tasty or myself or Justin. Uh, anything you want to ask. And I, I, I would suggest coming up with a, a great, brilliant question for Mitch here. Because, uh, you know. <laughs> It's your chance to ask somebody who's actually intelligent versus the rest of us. All right, short break. Back after this. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, more beer was behind it. More beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. Morebeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. Morebeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to morebeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, More Beer's social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of The Buzz, The Forum, The Learning Center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. Hi, I'm Jamel Zanishef, and in addition to my work on the Brewing Network, I write the style profile column in every issue of Brew Your Own magazine. Hi, I'm Sean Paxton, and when I'm not prepping for the homebrewed chef on the Brewing Network, you can find me writing articles on how to cook with your homebrew for Brew Your Own magazine. Greetings, cretins. This is John Palmer, and when I'm not writing for Brew Your Own, I'm reading it. John Palmer, Sean Paxton, Jamil Zanishev. If you love listening to them on the Brewing Network, you'll love reading their articles, tips, and recipes in the pages of Brew Your Own magazine. Join Jamil, John, and Sean eight times a year in Brew Your Own. And when you subscribe to BYO on the Brewing Network website, half of your subscription price goes right back to the BN to support great beer and food programming. So sign up for Brew Your Own magazine through the BN website today so you can listen and read your way to better homebrew. That's it. I've had it. I am never putting hops in my beer again. What? Why? It's just too ridiculous. Insane prices, stupid contracts, high shipping costs, crappy selection. Dude, you need Nico Brew. 
Nico Brew will rock your f***ing face right the f*** off your f***ing skull. $5 shipping to all 50 states, plus fantastic international rates get you low prices on Nico Brew's great selection of hops and more. Whether you're a home brewer, a pro brewer, or a home brew shop owner, Nico Brew can get you the hops you need in increments big and small, single orders, spot buys, or full contracts. And there's only one place to join the Uber Special Secret Elite Bare Bones Club where you'll get the best deals anywhere. Holy f***ing shit! NicoBrew.com N-I-K-O-B-R-E-W Nico Brew, your bare bones buddy in the brewing business. Are you a member of the American Homebrewers Association? Well, you should be. Members of the AHA can focus on brewing beer, and the AHA takes care of the rest. The American Homebrewers Association advocates on behalf of homebrewers like you to legalize the hobby in all 50 states and make sure that beer laws make sense. Plus, there are many great benefits that come with your AHA membership, like pub discounts that give you awesome deals at bars, restaurants, breweries, and more. Zymergy Magazine and eZymergy. For tons of articles, how-tos, easy-to-follow recipes, and news about the hobby you love. And access to the members-only content on homebrewersassociation.org. But the AHA can't do it without your support. Join today so the American Homebrewers Association can keep fighting for your homebrewing rights. Visit homebrewersassociation.org or join right now from the homepage of the Brewing Network website. Relax. Don't worry. It's the American Homebrewers Association. And now, suck it, tasty. All right, we're back. Uh, and, you know, one of the reasons we enjoy doing this show so much uh, with Mitch about uh, Aaron Bastard is he's just one of the nicest people in the entire world, let alone the, the brewing industry. <laughs> and uh, one of the most knowledgeable and generous with his information. So he's, he'll tell you anything about any of the beers. The one beer he can't say anything about is Arrogant Bastard. So if you go through our archives, you'll, you'll find a whole bunch of other great stone beers that he's given us all the details to uh, make a great clone. So uh, you know, don't blame it on Mitch. Blame it on us for enjoying torturing the nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> We're making him pay one way or the other. Right. <laughs> If we, you know, eventually, it's like torture. It's like water, Chinese water torture. A, a drop at a time, we'll, we'll break him. All right, anybody got any questions? we got time for like one or two questions from, from Mitch. Hello. Hi, my name is Jason, um, and I'm from Concord. Uh, I have a question uh, about uh, Double Bastard. Maybe you can talk a little bit about that, maybe? Uh, absolutely not. Shit. What is the, what is the base <laughs> to help. recipe for Double Bastard? I'm trying to help. Right? Excellent question, Jason. What the for Oaked Bastard? Thank you. Um, I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> yeah. Anybody else questions for Mitch about the it's beers? It's a great or? chance. Don't be shy. I know you all have questions for Mitch, and you're missing out by being too shy. They Step just right know up. he'll be back next Hi, year. this is Brian from Menlo Park. And Mitch, can, can you tell me, do you have any sea hops in this beer? Something that starts with a C or has a C in it somewhere? Maybe like Zyviac or Columbus? You know, can you tell us that? I cannot tell you that. Damn it. All right. All Thanks. Right. You're welcome. Well, you guys had grand opportunities to ask. Actually, one of the, the smartest uh, people in the brewing industry. I don't know if you guys know that. 
but uh, you know, send your questions in, and you'll get like Palmer and I answering your questions. And, right. Oh, well, that's that's a real win when you you had Mitch right here. All right. I got a question for Mitch. Yes. So now that you've got this new brew house coming in, plus a, a brewery at the at the new restaurant, are we going to see some uh, small batch experimentation coming out of you guys? Yeah, we hope so. Yeah. Uh, Definitely uh, at Liberty Station, we're not going to be brewing our core brands there. We're going to be brewing new beers. And will and those only be available there, or will you bottle that stuff too? Probably not bottle. At least there are no plans to right now, but we'll definitely ship kegs out in the San Diego area and, and okay. up to our up to our main facility in Escondido. So the beers will get out of Liberty Station. Okay. Um, yeah, we're not sure how that's going to play out, but we kind of think that we're going to you know, kind of get creative and whatever takes hold as flagship beers or year-round beers, we'll just keep brewing. Okay. Yeah. And I know right now, as a pilot system, you have a more beer system that you guys use there. What's the last beer that you brewed on that? Actually, uh, I brewed one. We, we brew on that system about once a week right now. Nice. Uh, and, and all of our brewers brew on it. And I brewed one a couple of weeks ago with... Uh, a guy named Kyle Hollingsworth, who's the keyboardist with the String Cheese Incident. Oh, yeah. And he's, uh, he's an avid home brewer and, and uh, a good beer um, uh, ambassador you know, out of Colorado and does a lot of work with a lot of local Colorado breweries. And uh, we've been trying to get him out to do a collaboration beer, and I can't really get that one past you know, Greg and Steve and, and Arlen, our VP of sales, but I'm trying. So we, we brought him out to brew a couple of... Uh, pilot batches with us. We brewed a Saison, and then we brewed a Rye IPA, and he's going to take that beer on tour with him uh, when he plays the L.A. Greek and the Berkeley Greek, and, and he does these little uh, brewing sit-down sessions after the shows with with uh, beer fans and talks homebrew and talks uh, craft beer. Very nice. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. That was the first time I'd brewed on the system in a while. And what do you ferment in when you brew on that? Uh, we have the more beer fermenters. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, yeah, the conical fermenters, and we use those. And do you just take uh, a pitch of yeast off of your propagator there at the brewery? Normally, if we're going to use our own yeast, that's what we'll do. We'll just pull some off the bottom of a cone of a fermenter. Uh, but we do bring in a lot of different yeasts. So one of the big things that we use that pilot system for is to evaluate different yeast strains. And okay. so, you know, we'll bring in other yeast and culture them up in the lab, you know, do a starter in the lab and then throw them into the fermenter. Okay. Yeah. And if you take one of your pitches off the propagator, do you measure it? How do you know how much yeast to throw into a homebrew batch? Uh, we we guesstimate. Yeah. yeah. I mean, really, uh, we're, um, you know, we can take a cell count on it and know after the fact whether we got it right or not. But in general, we're... Uh, we're not getting that technical with our pilot brewing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The last couple of batches that that I did, and and we were working with some some pro breweries. They brought me a pitch of yeast, and yeah. I just thought it was funny how they just kind of held up a growler into the light and you know poured a little off, and I went, all right, there's your pitch right there. Like they can count the cells with yeah. their bionic yeah. eyes. Every million cells. There's like yeah. yeah. Um, and we kind of do the same thing. We okay. eyeball it, and and usually we get within ten million cells, which isn't very precise, but you know it's enough. It's what we. We do so it's homebrew i mean yeah, yeah on. We, right you know we, cool yeah fun. all right well i always want to thank you personally mitch for doing the show with us it's always fun to have you so uh, thanks well, it's man. always fun to be here thank you cool all right so another fine episode of can you brew it and tasty still short of his goal <laughs> so close never gonna get there i <laughs> know no, next time i'll get it you, you get it you got it next time i think we got this sucker dialed in well at least we get to see mitch in philly now because tasty didn't do it so <laughs> yeah, you can thank tasty yeah. for that yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah when's your flight into philly mitch <laughs> <laughs> right. i'll have to check my schedule okay all right <laughs> he's gonna be there uh i think that, that, that that's a, a done deal all right, if you enjoy the show, uh, stick around. we got uh, uh, Bruce Strong coming up with uh, uh, 
uh, some very interesting guests and some very interesting things uh, coming up and some new products. And uh, if you enjoy the show, also check out the Brewing Network store. You go to brewingnetwork.com slash store. They got books and hats and shirts and glassware and all sorts of great stuff that when you purchase it, it goes to the bottom line of the Brewing Network and uh, helps support uh, programming like this. And uh, you can check out other things. There's uh, links to uh, Brew Your Own Magazine. You click on that, subscribe, and half of the amount goes to the Brewing Network. Great deal for you. You get a great magazine. Great deal for the Brewing Network. They get half, and, uh, yeah, we're all happy. So check that out as well. And until then, I'm Bruce Strong. And often. <laughs>